The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I'm worried about how this is going to work with your new series of Lunch Date with Sarah, but at the same time... <laughs> I thought you were going to say with my old body. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never say old body. Because it is 20 years later. I thought you were going to be like, I wonder how these old, like, how it's going to work. No, that is something you would say when you walk up behind someone and hug them. Look who's getting big. No, no, that is not, that's not me. I'm not going to be the one that does that. You are saying that incorrectly and out of context. And if nobody listened, if someone didn't listen to the show yesterday, that's just me. So have no clue. But no, I'm not going to call you and say, what's up with your old body? No, I'm not Should saying that. Should you be doing that. that with your old body? I just meant with your current marketing campaign of Lunch Date with Sarah. I'm not sure how this works, but I'm excited about it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh. WNBC. And then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you. For fighting us. We do appreciate it greatly. I do want to say also thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Audible link. Audible Ooh. is a fine sponsor here of Fun Employment Radio, one of our affiliate sponsors. And here is the deal. Here's the lowdown. Here's the deal. Say the 411. I'm going to say it. Say it. Real quiet. Say right here's now. the 411. I'm looking around because I'm giving you the deal. It's like I'm looking around like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I should say this I wish this there or not. was video running right now because Greg looks looking insane. Left. I'm looking right. I'm like, let me just tell you something. Get the deal for you. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Audible link. I don't know what happened. Maybe it slipped through the cracks. They'll give you not one, but two free audiobooks if you sign up for the trial. Do it now before they figure it out. Like, just just hop on in Like, there. you're pulling the wool figure over their eyes. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. They, these idiots don't know what they're doing. Like, get the two books. Uh, we got Fun Employment Radio. What are they thinking? So go to funemploymentradio.com, click on that audible link, get two free books. Can I please do a humble brag? Because I'm always reading like such, you know, like um, like sugary books. I'm very proud right now. Right now I'm reading the second in Margaret Atwood's. I know, but right now I'm actually um, listening to something. I went to audible.com, downloaded um, The Year of the Flood by Margaret Atwood. That's the second one in the Oryx and Crake series. No, it's the second one in the Mad Adam. Series. Matt Trilogy. Adam series. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's the sequel to Oryx and Crake. It's the sequel to Oryx and Crake. Yeah. Okay. So I'm uh, half, okay. uh, yeah. So I'm. So it's a 14 hour audiobook, which is really cool though. With audiobooks, you get so much more than just a regular book because there's a particular character. Um, because it's like talking about a tribe of particular people in this book, and no they make spoilers. up their own. Don't give no, any spoilers. They just make up their own songs, and the songs that they make up are also in the audiobook. Okay. So there are people singing the songs. That are from the story in the book, which you don't get from just actually just reading the story. Huh. Which is pretty cool. Huh. Okay. Yeah, it's something that I think that you'd appreciate. All right, I would appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Well, I will say this, a little bit of a teaser. Maybe we get to hear our voices on an audiobook (gasps) at some point. Not going to say much more than that, but um, it's a good time to sign up for that free trial. Good time to sign up for that free trial. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Audible link. (laughs) Soon. No, I can't say anymore. Can't say it. We'll wait. Um, all right. We have a lot of stuff to get to today, Sarah, including right now. We do have an interview with uh, J. Keith Van Stratton, who called in yesterday to talk about his new podcast. So we're going to be uh, playing that here in a little bit right here on this episode of Fun Employment Radio. So that'll be on in just a, just a few. But before we do that, we need to talk about Sarah's, I think, possible new, new venture. I New think this venture. is something else that I think I can make a whole franchise of Sarah. See, it's like me. Things. I know what's old is now new again. 
I don't. <laughs> what's, what's old is now new again? Are Should you calling yourself my, old? Yes. Like I'm really confused about what I'm supposed. That's to my say. branding now. What's old is now new again. I mean, because everyone, because you know, right now the kids like for some reason for like this blip for like the next five minutes the '90s are popular again. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And since I was, um, you know, in my formative years in the '90s, right? Like you know, what's what's old is now new. You can kind of. You can dust me off a you little. You are wearing a dare. Oh, I didn't shirt. even think about that. Yeah, dare to resist drugs and violence. Was it drug abuse resistance? Resistance education. Yeah, yeah. I'm still. I'm. I will be mad the rest of my life. That in middle. No, it was in high school. I think. I think it was in high. No, middle school. When they chose kids to be in dare to go and talk to the elementary school kids, I was not picked for one of the kids. Yeah, you're not inspiring. I I have plenty inspiring. But at the time, I can't even say that sentence straight in a no. straight face. Well, basically, I am plenty inspired. I was too big of a dork to get picked to talk about not doing drugs. They're basically like encouraging me at that point, which I did not. But I mean, at that point, it's like, yeah, we don't want you talking about drugs. Oh, yeah, because nobody like, would believe that do... you were doing drugs in the first place. Yeah, because, yeah basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, no. So basically, they're like shooting themselves in the foot saying like only cool people do drugs. And this guy is not cool enough to be able to do to yeah. talk to you about not doing drugs. Pretty much. The whole system was so screwed judgy. Up. Yeah. Well, they should have picked me. I wanted to go because he got out of class. And you got to go down there and be like the cool guy, and then you get to ride in the dare car. And I got to ride in the dare car. Well, we've talked about of course the dare you guy, did. yeah. And we had the dare bear. I think we just talked about this a little while, like a dare bear where you could put um, buttons on it. Where like uh, you got to have the dare bear for like a week, and you got to take it home. And every time you get a dare bear, everyone gets to put their own button on it, and then you get to take it home for a week, and it's really cool because you get to have the dare bear. Huh. Yes, he carries in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you are a member of the Supporters Club, we really do appreciate that. And uh, thank you. You get to listen to the live stream of the show. F-E-R-S-C. And you, get, and you get a fine pin, which if you are a member of the Supporters Club and you have not received your pin, send us your address and we'll make sure we get one out in the mail. Uh, Carrie said, I think they knew you were a stoner. I was not a stoner. Craig's like the opposite <laughs> the, of a stoner. The opposite. I was not Can you hear how, like, doing Craig? drugs or drinking or doing any of that. I was what they were supposed to be if anything, I, Okay, first of all, I will 100% tell you that I know that Greg doesn't do drugs. However, if he did, I would say that Greg would be more of like a 90s like speed freak kind of guy. I can tell you when I was 13, I was not on any drugs. I didn't even drink. I didn't know what I was on. Like, I, I wasn't on anything. You're on, high on life. High on life. I was high on wanting girls to notice me. That's all it was. Sure. But I was the epitome of what Dare should have been. Like, a kid who gets good grades. I'm in on the honors classes. I didn't do drugs. I, I was, uh, showed up to everything. I participated in extracurricular activities. Are you, what are, you, like, are you pitching to like be able to be a dare? I'm pitching to 13-year-old Greg's yeah, higher-ups. Like 30 not... years ago? Do you realize that was like 30 years it ago? It wasn't now. 30 years ago, but yes, it's, it's close, it was... but it's not 30 years ago. We were Speaking 10. In I just said when I was 13. Oh, okay. I We had dare when I was in uh, fifth dare, grade. Dare existed throughout the whole thing. Oh, maybe in your county. Maybe you needed it longer than us. <laughs> That I will not dispute. <laughs> yes. I will not dispute that independence needed to be. We just had the help. one year and they're like, okay. No, I will agree with that. I'm sure there was a full, full, uh, you know, 12 years of dare. But anyway, the bottom line is I should have been chosen. That's all I'm going to say. I'll leave it at that. Wow. We'll leave it at that. It only took us five minutes to get there. Yeah. Greg worked through it. Yeah. I worked, no, I'm not through it. I will never be over it. Okay, let's let's move. Forward. Anyway, let's talk about your you now, Sarah. So one of your you were things, just going to say, let's talk about your big butt, Simone. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right, so mm. you have your lunch date with Sarah, which you can watch on our YouTube channel. Yes. We now, need to do another one soon, except for I don't have any food here today. Okay. So we'll do it at some point. We'll work on that. But now you've got another venture with summer coming up. It's not a venture. Sarah has decided, well, we're going to make it a venture. Okay. Sarah has decided to lead people in exercise. I don't want to lead wrong. anybody. I'm leading myself in ex- Well, maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe you want to start this revolution. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? Okay. 20 years later. Want right. to kind of bring it with back with your old body? With my old body. What is it? What exactly is it, Sarah, that you want to do? Greg, I was thinking the other day. I'm like, you know, I I look at these videos online, and I'm like, all right, because all, everyone talks about that. Like, um, what's her name? Like, J- Jillian something? Do you know what I'm talking about? Jillian Anderson. No, not Scully. No, oh the, no, that's Scully. The exercise lady. Jillian Michaels. Jillian Michaels. Okay. Yeah, well, like I know people and they're like, oh, I'm just going to go home and do my Jillian Michaels workout. And a lot of people. What is like, a Jillian Michaels workout exactly? I don't know. I don't know because they're she's expensive. She's the brunette lady. Yeah, and they're it's expensive and, and like, I don't like. Yells at you and stuff. Yeah, and yells at you and belittles you and she's like, look at how hot I am. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I'm so hot right now. I'm, I'm, I'm so hot. hot right now. You're not. Um, okay. So so she yells at you. I'm sorry, Greg is insane today. Did you, did everyone just catch that Teen Witch reference? There was a Teen Witch reference that just happened. This is amazing. All right. Since we're going full 90s today. Yeah. I have, so I was thinking, I'm like, when is the last time I watched exercises? Uh, well, since there wasn't the internet. Well, there was the internet, but I didn't know what it was because I hadn't quite figured out You're a out slow adopter. I am a slow adapter. Except for when it comes to podcasts, although I... Probably help push that along. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sarah, Sarah just discovered Bluetooth. So this is just to get an idea. Uh, this is 2018. Yes. April 26, 2018. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So you uh, so discovered, back, you hadn't discovered the internet yet. Yeah. So this is, uh, so I'm thinking back to, this is, uh, the year was 1998. Let's go back to a year. <laughs> the year was 1998. Jesus Christ. Sarah was a. years ago. I was 17. 17 year old girl influenced by Tori Amos and her not Tori singing Amos. and her whatever. Ani DeFranco, Greg. Not yeah, Tori. I was not a. Ta- we're not going to talk about this right now. Anyway. Whatever. The same thing. But it is not. So, so you're, you're influenced by whatever, you know, out there fresh in the world. I was. I was listening to a lot of Bob Dylan, a lot of Ani DeFranco, a lot of face to face. Just sitting in my dorm room, I had inflatable furniture. Feeling more than anyone. Do you remember how feel? cool inflatable furniture was? It's still cool, is it not? I think so. I had this chair that yes, would sit in, and during the summer, cool. it would like rip the skin off my legs because it would be hot, and like you sat oh, on it worse. with bare skin. It was so great. It was hot pink, and it had, and it was a big like blown up armchair, and I had it in my corner of mm-hmm. the room. That and beanbag chairs are beanbag chairs still cool? I don't know. I never had a beanbag chair. They didn't oh, have enough support. Cool. They didn't have enough support. No, you get the real big ones. Okay. Well, I, did, I was in a dorm bag. room. I didn't have enough room for a big, big beanbag, but I did have enough room for a blow-up chair. Anyway, so, of course, um, as all freshmen do, you would try to eat as cheaply as possible. And I found out that year that you could microwave uh, macaroni and cheese. Did you know that any macaroni and cheese can be easy, Mac? <laughs> I did not know that until— Have you seen this? Have you have heard you about seen, this? I did not know that, and still a lot of people probably don't know it. Like, uh-huh. uh, you know, being a broke college student and, you know, not wanting to go to the cafeteria because that was like— 15-minute trek, and sometimes you're just a lazy college student. You just want to, you know, sit and drink beer that the RA bought for you and make some food. Hold up. Your RA bought you beer? Uh, I think we're past the statute of limitations. Yeah. I think it's okay that Ted or whatever bought you beer. Um, yeah, so we had our door. Oh, yeah. He did once. Just once. So I think you could tell, like, we were, like, he's like, here, you guys can have it. It was like an ice house or something. My, mine did not. Yeah. It was a little What mark. was his name? 
I was only in the dorm for like a term. And then I moved in. Well, what was strange about my dorm is that uh, so each floor was by uh, gender. It's like it, mine was like an all girls floor. Then the floor above you was all guys, all girls, all guys. But the RAs, yeah, that's ours was. but the RAs floors. were flipped. It's like we were all girls floor, but with a male RA. And then the male some floor. poor girl had to be the RA for mm-hmm. a floor of like eighteen year old college dudes. Yeah. Why would the, they? That would not pass. Today. I don't There's know. No some way. sort of experiment. That's a that's a terrible. Which experiment. now I also feel so sorry for her. You know, with gender fluidity and stuff like that, shit probably doesn't isn't the same anymore. And there's like boy girl, boy girl. I have no idea. Yeah, because it probably. I mean, it probably doesn't. Quite honestly, yeah, it, really it doesn't make sense. So that being said, that. and one of these. Uh, so on our floor, so the, I don't know. There were like thirty. 30 people or so on the mm-hmm. floor. Let's Chris- go on a journey back to Sarah's 1998 world. 1998. I was living in Stevenson. What were you wearing? Oh, gosh. I was wearing probably um, um, my bell-bottom pants. Oh, boy. A sweater. Definitely a sweater. Mm-hmm. Um, some platform shoes or my Doc Martens. Okay. So you were probably trying to be exactly. 70s in 1998. Yeah. In the 90s, everyone wanted to be 70s. Yeah. So really what's happening now is everybody still wants to be 70s. No, everyone wants to be 90s now, but they don't understand the, the 90s 70s influence. That, there were 70s, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, we're in that. And, but we had a community room, and sometimes you know we'd have like pizza parties and hang out. But one of the other community room activities would be if, um, you know, since I was sitting in my room microwaving my macaroni and cheese, getting my freshman... 25. Um, we're like, all right, well, maybe we should, because like, we all were noticing that we're all getting a little chubby. We're like, well, uh-huh. maybe we should start doing some sort of exercise videos. And this girl on my floor, she's like, hey, do you know what I have? And I'm like, what do you have? And she's like, I don't know if you've heard about this new, this new hot trend that's happening, but have you heard of this thing called Tybo? <laughs> is this another whisper thing where they want to, hey, hey, you know, I know we're not supposed to now, say I this know out that, loud. Because like, those, that, those tapes were fucking gold. They were like $60, like, like a VHS tape. I remember it was a big deal. They were a huge deal. So this rich girl on my floor was like, hey, if we all want to, she's like, like you know, 10 a.m. on Saturday, we can, I'll share my tapes <laughs> hey with girl, you. you know, hey girl. I don't want this to get around. Um, I don't want too many people. Wow. Yeah. So it was a big secret Secretive thing. Oh, John says Stevenson North, 11th floor. I was Stevenson East. What? Um, yeah, and so she's like, all right, well, I would sh- – I'm like, oh, my God. She's like, yeah, I'm like, what is this about? She's like, oh, this guy, Billy Blanks, like, he's completely um, revitalized. Like, you know, the, the workout, it's the total body workout. It's the best thing ever. And we were so excited. So we all put on, like, whatever qualified for workout gear <laughs> in 1998, which was just, like, sweatpants. And <laughs> uh, what, were, what was it printed on the butt? Um, no, that, that was way before. Pink or something? or Greg, that was like 15 years later. Come on. We're 1998. I'm real bad at this stuff. No, everything is like. Bum equipment? Was that still a thing? That was p- post-bum equipment. Okay. Post-TNC? TNC. Yeah, TNC. I don't even know what that is. Ocean Pacific? These are just brand. I'm just saying words. It yeah, like it, you're like not making any sense. It does. It's, I'm like, are you all right over TNC. there? TNC. That was a that was a whole. You're recording Teen Witch, and I'm a little concerned. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, TNC Surf. Yeah, those those were popular clothes. Oh, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> all right, they were very popular brands, Sarah. All right. Well, anyway, this girl. Op. Yeah. Op. Ocean Pacific. Okay. Please stop. Um. Yeah, so this girl. All right, so you're wearing your. She was like, "All right, well, I can totally, I'll totally share my Billy Blanks Tybo tapes." And we're like, "Tybo, that's such an exotic sounding word." Oh, 
Ooh, we're like, oh, Taibo. It's a little dangerous. And she's like, what it is, is it's like a mixture of like martial arts, but also like strength and core training. <laughs> and we're like, this is amazing. I'm pretty sure my friend Dana did Taibo in college. Yeah, I'm it was so sure cool. Was and so we're like so excited. So we would start doing Taibo um, like once a week. And, there, and you would start with like the beginner's tape. Then there was the intermediate, and then there was the advanced. She had all three tapes. I bet you most of this being just like Molly Shannon when she's like, I can punch, and I can kick, and I can't punch, or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 So it was very exciting. Yeah, we were empowered. You know, Tai Bo gave us a sense of empowerment. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's good. That's good. It was. It was really good. So, (laughs) So yesterday. So you were doing your Tai Bo. I, yes, yeah, so we used to do our Taibo, and I just loved it. And I remember because I liked the air punching, and I liked everything <laughs> about it. Because the workouts today are just all like those. I don't there even know what it is. There is a video somebody posted that's on our YouTube channel of you uh, doing some of your own workouts. Yeah, here and in the that's studio. if you look at it closely. I bet it resembles something close to versions of Taibo mm-hmm. because that was kind of Pun- air punching. That was kind of my thing. So then when uh, she stopped sharing her tapes. Air punching. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, it was my thing. No big deal. Okay. So then when she stopped sharing her tapes, um, I would end up just doing my own Tybo moves to my They Might Be Giants album in my bedroom, like punching and doing, like, because I remember what Billy Blanks would tell me to do. You made up your own Tybo. So I was thinking yesterday, I'm like, God, I miss kind of that kind of workout because all the uh-huh. ones on, on the internets now are all like planks and Burpees, which I've, I don't still know whatever the fuck that is. I have no idea what you just. Do you know said what that me. is? No, what is a burpee? Bur- I think it's like when you jump up and then like squat down and then like go back to like a push up and then like come back up and then jump up again. Why is it called a burpee? I don't know. It's a horrible name. It's a really dumb branding. So people have all of these like intricate workouts and like different things. I'm like, what's planking? Just like planking, you know, where you lay like you a just board. Like hold your yeah, where like you hold your body up and then like straighten it so it's strengthening your core. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Taibo. All right. So I was like, where? We have a lot I of people that work to, out. Maybe they can say, uh, yeah. Tell us, about, tell us about burpees. Well, I just want to say that I just kind of want to go back to a simpler time, the time of Taibo. Some would say better times. So let me tell you, for the first time in 20 years, yesterday, I did some Taibo. And you know what? I loved it just as much as I did 20 years ago on the 10th floor of Stevenson East. Mm hmm. Yes. So you're into it. You're I am bringing it back. So into it. So since you're going to be doing this now, you're. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, I have my high school reunion off. coming up in two months. Right. Yeah, you got to. So look I mean, good. I got to get fit. So I mean, right. I might as well use exercises from 1998 mm-hmm. if I'm going to see everybody that sense. I haven't seen since 1998. Yeah, you got a big ramp up for this. Yeah. So, um. So, so you're you're doing this now. Do you want to share? So, so this. No, is I'm not going to share that. No, I'm not going to. That is not something I'm going to share. I will share my lunch. I'm not going to share my. Tybo no, moves. that's the whole point of what I was talking about. We you cannot exploit me all the time. Well, I want to make some, I mean, I'm not exploiting you. I'm partnering with you. So we're going to have lunch date with Sarah. That's going to be the whole thing. It's uh, all 60-40 relationships. So you'll do that. Um, and then we're also going to get you in for some afternoon exercises. Like people will spend their day with you. Like eventually we'll have morning videos. They have lunch with you. And then the afternoon That's like, too exercise. much. I, would, I wouldn't like to spend that much time with me. That's a lot. <laughs> Tell me about it. So anyway, no. <laughs> All I have is a hard little jar over here that I, I almost threw at you. Um, so, but I mean, you know, you could do the, do like an afternoon, like, hey, it's time to get the blood flowing. What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah D. And let's get moving. Raise your knees. One, two, one, two, one, two. You know, I'm going to bring in. punch. Two, one, two. You know what I bought one, the other day? Two. 
raise your knees. I have a jazzercise. That's, that's my. I have a jazzercise record. It's amazing. I almost brought it in today, but I was riding okay. my bike and I didn't want to break it when it when it was in my bag. Okay, I'll bring it tomorrow, and we can plug in my record player to because um, it has a auxiliary. Yeah, yeah, we can plug it in and we can listen. It's hilarious. I actually tried to do it at my house once. She's like, and one, and step, and you're doing great, and one, and two, and, and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, because she's just saying one and two, and so I'm just kind of flailing around. See, you would be perfect for it. I would. Yeah. You I would can, make a I good could probably jazzer I could bring my jazzercise record in. Yeah. I think this would work. I think this could really work. You know, in, It's too hot to do it today, but tomorrow it's supposed to be cooler again. In uh, college, one of the, I took a television production class in college. It was one of my favorite classes I ever took. But one of the things was you had to come in on the weekend and work on that, like local television shows. And one oh, was yeah. this exercise show. And so I did like three or four of them. I cannot remember the woman's name. Um, God, it's like exercising with Lisa or something really basic like that. And... It was hilarious because she'd bring in like three other people and we'd lay down these mats and I was I was like a grip on one of them and then it was a, a technical director and be like, all right, cut to two. And it'd be like another shot, like a side shot of her exercising. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever been a part of. It seems like so normal, but when you're on the set of one of those, like this is strange. Oh, yeah. Just watching this woman work out. No, oh, it's odd. Yeah. And I love watching the background people. Like, you never watch the main person. Always watch the people no, who are taking it way back, too seriously. Yeah. She had two background No, Billy Blanks had, like, seven. And now, when I was watching the video again, I remembered each and every one of them. Were like, they in outfits. all the videos? Yeah, because I remember, because it's the same video that you watched over and over again. Oh. Because it wasn't the time of the internet. Like, you just had one VHS tape, then you would watch it. Then the next time, you'd rewind it and watch it again. <laughs> um, so Vicky said, oh, it could be like sweating to the oldies. I just came up with the name of my workout. What is it? Sweating with an oldie. <laughs> I don't know if you're old enough to be able to use oldie on there. I'm talking about 20 years ago. Well, I know, but I mean, I, if you're putting these out now, I don't know if it's going to work. Yeah, well, yeah. Sweating with a midi? Mid, midlife? I don't know. You're we'll have to come midlife. up with some. Obviously, yeah. I'm not the namer here. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not good anyway, with that. Anyway, wait. So you used to do Taibo, right? No. I did not do Taibo. Hi, I'm Billy Blanks, coming to you with your first Tybo workout. Hi, I'm Billy Blanks. Yes. That basic workout we gave you? Also, his boobs are hanging out of, like, his uh, make sure you've satin, like, top workout. thing. Now we're get right into this workout. Billy Blanks. What do you think this guy's up to now? And always oh, Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks. Keep your stomach up, chest up. Keep your eyes on me. I guarantee you. He's probably doing pretty good. Dude, do you know how big the Tybo like, empire was? He could probably just live off Tybo. He's Lo, probably man. just living on his own like magical island unless he like didn't go the you know MC Hammer way and blow all of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got Billy Blank's money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy Blank's money is probably a lot of money. Yeah, well, good for him. Yeah. See, and this is what I'm saying, Sarah, we could turn you into something But I'm here. saying, like, is that something that... I mean, those are still effective workouts, right? I mean, just like I'm still an actual human. Like, I can do workouts from 20 years ago that are still effective. They don't work anymore. Sorry, the, the expiration date was on them. They don't, don't work know. now. I mean, that's that'd be like. <gasps> Ooh. All right, I'm looking at this now. There's a Sports Illustrated article about Billy Blanks. A new one? Mm-hmm. From so 2000... he's making a comeback. So you're ahead of the curve No, right no, no. Now. From 2016, he is still a fitness instructor. Still doing it. That is Awesome. Good for Billy Blanks. Good for Billy Blanks. All right. Well, we would determine that. All right. I'm so stoked for him. I think you would be. All right. I want to go back to this like thing that you said under your breath that was super rude, though, about comparing Ani DeFranco to Tori Amos. What? I'm not. I 
they were both out we at the same time, We have talked about right? this before. Yes, they, yes, lots of things. Like Backstreet Boys happened at the same time as... It's the same thing what? as NSYNC. As, I know that's the same thing, but I'm Wait, trying to think not, of some other like, good... degrees. As, uh, as Soundgarden. Exactly. Soundgarden? They came out at the same time. Does that mean that they're the same amount of thing? Black Hole Sun came out at the same time as probably... Like Backstreet's back. That's silly. You're being ridiculous. I'm not right being now. silly. That's being ridiculous. No, just because of the you're saying that time there's that, that big of a difference between Ani DeFranco and Tori Amos. To be fair, I don't and know I'm, a lot about Tori Amos. Amos? Amos? I, Is it Amos? I, yeah, I thought it was Tori Amos. Okay, sure. Tori Amos. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't really know a lot, except for I know that all the drama girls in my high school loved her. And my sister loved her. I thought that's. I liked her hair color. I I'm thought not she was really thing, pretty. But what is the difference between Tori Amos and Ani DeFranco? Ani DeFranco was like unfiltered. And I think Tori Amos is a little more artsy. Like more. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't understand what that means. More artsy and more. Like she tried to be. More, like she was Ani more DeFranco proper. Did yell more or something? Ani's angry. That was it. She was a. I thought Tori Amos was angry. Maybe, but I think in a different way. She's okay. like a gentle angry. Like she has, you know, flowing pretty hair and like really like, you know. Took care and stuff. Yeah, she in was her. pretty. Yeah, I know, but she like took care in her appearance. Like Ani was less like that. She had like piercings and, what and a shaved head and like. just sang like guttural, like heart ripping out songs that were just what, so amazing. Oh yeah, she's great. Okay. Yeah. I it still sounds like the same thing. I honestly, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I need to educate myself clearly. Yeah. Okay. I Nipple says, uh, "I'm totally agree with Sarah's on. If Ani is punk, Tori is a sensitive, artsy girl." Okay. Yeah, Ani, I think, would have been too scary for, like, the, the drama girls. Ooh. Because she says words, like, in her, like, she says the word cunt in one of her best songs, Out of Habit, which is just the best song. Like, she's like she's fearless. Ani is incredible. I still love her, if you can't tell. You clearly do. I Remember mean, I'm not after, saying anything wrong with after that. I, just I, had don't, my, I don't know. You know what helped me after my surgery? I would sit, you know this, because I had to stay at your house. I would sit in the front yard, in the sun, drinking water, and listening to every Ani song that has ever been made. And that was the that made me 100%. Ani feeds the soul. Tori feeds oh. the ears. Wow. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I can't say anything. Ani is soul food. If, if you are going through something hard or something, like, she's, I wouldn't have made it through college without Ani. Would I'm this be saying. like a sound garden to Pearl Jam kind of thing? Maybe. Pearl Jam's way too... It's a little too Pearl polished. Right? A little too, no, not polished. Too wanky. Oh, Sorry, wow. and I know people love Pearl Jam. I'm nothing against that, but I am very much more of a Soundgarden, Allison James. Oh, okay. Person. Eddie's saying, "How about M-A, Joan M-A. Jett uh, compared to Pat Benatar?" That could be a good comparison. Okay. Yeah, Joan Jett's like a little the scratchy, both. a little edgy. Yeah, yeah. a little edgier. And Pat Benatar is more pub- more polished. I'd be more Joan Jett than Pat Benatar. Yeah. You know, if I had to, if I had to pick. Yeah. All right. Well, this is these are good questions, you know, to answer. So we, we need to know. And now that. I'm going to stop listening to my audiobook this afternoon and listen to nothing but Ani DeFranco Congratulations. on my bike ride. Excellent. Well, yes. well, I'm still looking forward to the workout tapes. We need to play our interview, though. Oh, yes. So we do have our interview with J. Keith Van Stratton. So he's uh, done a lot. What was the show that he was on back in the back in the day? He was on um, uh, the, the Nerd Show. I'm blanking Oh, the on. one that uh, Paul Goebel was on. Yes, the same one that Paul Goebel was on. And I remember seeing him on there. He's also been on Best Week Ever with VH1. Um, he's been on uh, What's My Line. He produced a lot of shows for NPR. 
uh, as well. So he's he's done a lot of different things in his career. And I apologize. Oh, Beat the Geeks. That's what I was trying to think of. Yep. Beat the Geeks. Yes, he was on that. He hosted the first season of Beat the Geeks. That's a long time ago, but it was a good show. That's and all right. Everything on the show is a long time ago today. For right, yeah. We're going way back. <laughs> well, let's flashback. go to now. Let's go to uh, now. He's got a podcast called Go Fact Yourself. and Which is a, a really of, neat concept. It is a neat concept. Yeah. So they bring on different guests, usually a pair, and it's something obscure that people think they're an expert in. <laughs> and so then they'll talk about it and... Uh, and yeah, I kind of, you know, bring that up. And so that's that's what they, I am so sorry. That made me what? choke laugh. John said, or how about four non-blondes compared to the sound of rabbits being skinned alive? <laughs> that made me cough laugh. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, Mr. Jenke said, yes. go fact yourself is a podcast that I enjoy. Oh, Mr. Jenke, I'm well, so glad to hear this that. This interview just kind of rolls into it because we he called in and then we were trying to make sure all of us were saying our names correctly. And then we just kind of roll into the interview. So let's go ahead and play it right now. Go fact yourself and uh, you can check him and out. And we love a good podcast with a good pun. You know that. Yeah, that's a good pun. It's, it's a, a solid fun pun. Fun Employment Radio. Absolutely. So <laughs> let's go ahead and play this. We'll be back here in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. Like a, all right. So do you go by Jay Keith? Uh, Jay? Yes. Jakey. 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 All right. Okay. Greg and Sarah. Yep. That's us. Greg and Sarah, your, your, middle, your, your middle name begins with an X? Oh, well, technically speaking, no. But uh, I was a big oh, fan okay. of Futurama when I started in uh, um, commercial radio. So I, I got to pick my own you know, stage name because they didn't want stalkers. Oh, nice. Yeah, especially being like a female in radio. They, and they're like, all right, you can pick your own name. I'm like, David X. Cohen is like the coolest name ever, and I want an X. Yeah, no, it's pretty great. Oh, thanks, man. Very <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Nibbler is my actual last name, so I did not that, choose that. That was my next question. Yeah. Yep. No, no one would choose that or force that upon themselves. Exactly. So one of us got our name from Futurama, and it's not the one that people think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and, we're, and y'all, are you all in Portland? Yep, we're up in Portland. Nice. I love Portland. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, do you get up here a lot? Actually, why don't we just do this? As, make no, this the interview. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, welcoming now right. to Fun Employment Radio <laughs> is Jay Keith Van Stratton, host of the new podcast, Go Fact Yourself. Hello, Jay Keith. Hey, everybody. As <laughs> though we weren't just talking already. All right, back to what we I were know, we were having about. a nice conversation. I'm like, we, we were, should just make this I just the had show to put right the, now. <laughs> throw the intro in there. Um, who, is, who is this? Who's calling? What? Who's, where are we at? Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, we're up here in Portland. Yeah, do you find yourself up here very often? Not as often as I'd like. Uh, I've got yeah. a, a good friend who lives there, and I actually came up there for the eclipse uh, last year. Nice. Um, I, yeah, it was great. I went to, uh, in uh, Salem-Kaiser, there's a minor league baseball team called the Volcanoes, uh, and they had a special baseball game scheduled to start, I think, at like at 10 or 11 a.m., and then they, they, uh, yeah, they paused the game for the eclipse and then resumed the game after. That oh, awesome. how cool. Oh, just so the, did they play and our was, beloved Portland Pickles? No, that's a different league. A different league. Yeah, that's okay. a different league. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was, but, uh, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember who they played, but it was really cool. They had special uniforms, and and uh, the place was packed, and they did a, a pancake breakfast and handed out the glasses, and it was it was. Uh, I couldn't imagine a better place to be than than uh, that for the eclipse. So that is really. I'll do it cool. again in another hundred years or whatever. <laughs> right, whenever it happens. Yes. Yeah, we actually watched it uh, probably about twenty miles south of there, so I was in the same same neighborhood. In the path of the totality. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty amazing. Well, um, let's talk about your show. So maybe you'll be taking yeah. your show on the road up here at some point. Um, but go fact yourself. I'd love to. The, the premise is amazing. I was wondering if maybe you could give everybody just kind of a description of, of what it is and how you came up with this idea. 
Sure. So it's a uh, a comedy trivia show with celebrities where the, the the meat of the show is we take two celebrities, we ask them three topics that they know a lot about that are outside of their field of work, and then we customize a trivia quiz about that topic. Uh, and then we bring on an actual expert in one of those topics uh, to come on the show and tell us the answers and let them all geek out together. <laughs> so do the experts come up with the questions on the topics, or do you uh, do you come up with them uh, or kind of together? Usually... Usually my my, uh, producing partner, Jim Newman, and I do the questions, although if it's a topic that we know absolutely nothing about and don't think we can figure out (laughs) by the time of the show, well, the experts definitely help, and they definitely, we definitely consult with the experts on the questions because we want to make sure that they're correct, uh, and we've gotten, (laughs) that's proven very useful a couple times. Um, I think one of the only times we've had to have like so, usually if it you know if it's some if it's a TV show that kind of stuff is easy to look up. Like we just had um, one of our guest shows, Saturday Night Live was one of their topics, and so that's something I already know about, and it's easy to look up. You know, Saturday Night Live facts and figures right. and trivia and whatnot. But then we had uh, Jonathan Mangum, who's the co-host of Let's Make a Deal on uh, CBS. One of his topics that we went with was analog keyboards, which wow. it took me about three guesses to find out what that was. Um, apparently it's some sort of musical instrument synthesizer, but that one that doesn't use uh, computer stuff. Anyhow, yeah. uh, I knew nothing about that. And yeah. so uh, <laughs> the expert the expert that we found was uh, Brian Keyhue, who is a, a big uh, keyboard historian and player, uh, was kind enough to, to supply us with some questions that we then um, modified for the show. That is such so a... That, that's been one of the fun things. I was just going to say, that's such a random that, topic. You know, it's fun when we find an expert. It is, yeah. And that's kind of the fun thing about the show is that I'm sure, you know, Jonathan's been on a zillion uh, interviews and probably has never gotten to talk about analog keyboards. So it's a fun, <laughs> you know, one of the fun things for one of the fun things for the celebrities on the show is that, yes, they can promote their projects and, you know, mention whatever appearances and podcasts and stuff that they're doing, but they also get a chance to really talk about something that they're passionate about and love. And then, uh, in some cases, some of the experts that we bring on are people that they've always wanted to meet or didn't even know that they wanted to meet. Um, this last episode that we taped on this past Sunday night, we had Andrea Savage from uh, the show I'm Sorry on True TV, and one of her topics was Little House on the Prairie, and it happens that I've been longtime friends with Allison Arngrim, who played Nellie Olson on Little House, <laughs> and so when we brought when when we brought Nellie when we brought Allison on. Uh, as a total surprise, uh, Andrea's reaction was just, I mean, it was uh, like out of body. She just, she was just, uh, over, overwhelmed with joy. And that, that's the kind of reaction that we like. Oh my God. That would be surreal. Like I grew up watching Little House on the Prairie and I still might have a visceral yeah. reaction of being scared of Nellie if I did see Nellie her. was terrified. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. She did, she offered to show up with a bonnet and we said, th- we thought that might be a little too much. <laughs> oh my God. So how do you end up picking? So that's the- kind of funny. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, how do you end up picking the pairs of people that you do? Cause I see uh, the one with uh, Jonathan Mangum. It was also a radio host who I worked at a station that, um, that, uh, not with her, but it was syndicated, syndicated from, uh, with Stephanie Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, the booking is, is, is sort of by hook and by crook. You know, we, we, we don't pay for uh, the celebrities to show up. Everyone who's doing it is just to be, is doing it to be nice and to get some, you know, promotion out of it. So the pairings kind of, you know, we, we try to, we try to do it so it's not necessarily two comedians or two actors. You know, we try to give it a little variety, but, uh, it really kind of just depends on scheduling. If I think that particular week we had had, Jonathan booked and I think somebody else and then they had to reschedule and then Stephanie became available. So that, that just kind of worked out the way that it did. Um, but in general, in general, it's almost, I think every show we've done, it's one, one man, one woman. And that's, that's mostly just for our audience's benefit because if there's too many voices that sound alike, it's hard to keep track of, of who's who. Gotcha. Um, 
but mostly, yeah, but mostly it's, you know, we, we, we want to try to get a variety and, you know, we, we never know what the topics are until the, the guests tell us. So, um, you know, we try to choose topics that also have a little bit of contrast. We try not to do, you know, two TV shows or two sports things or all that, but it's just a matter of that. That's sort of like the big puzzle that we put together once we, once we have the show. And that's gotta be fun just as a host. You know, every show is going to be different. You're going to be talking about something different with whoever that guest is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of fun. It's fun to learn stuff also. I mean, I knew nothing about analog keyboards. I knew very little about Little House on the Prairie. I knew, you know, and then things that I think I know a little bit about, you know, we, we kind of get into a deep dive. So, like, Paul Shear was on a recent episode, and, and his topic that we chose was uh, Disneyland. And so, you know, I live in Southern California. I've been to Disneyland a bunch, but, you know, we, we get into the, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to find things. We're trying to start with questions that maybe everybody would know and progressively get more obscure and more challenging because we really we really want them to show off. And yeah. uh, he ended up doing great. One of my favorite moments was from the episode that he did where we, we uh, after we asked sort of five basic trivia questions, we have what we call our cluster fact, which is one question that has three answers, and that's supposed to be the expert level most difficult one. And it was great because as soon as we asked the question, the audience just oohed and cringed, like thinking, oh, my God, that's so unfair. How could you ask him that? And then, of course, uh, Paul ended up, I think, getting two out of the three. So it's fun when the audience really thinks, that you know this is this is not fair this is beyond the scope of what anyone could know and then they know it anyway <laughs> that's you know, I don't pretty think amazing i don't think you necessarily expect that and it's also fun when um you know we we want the contestants to be challenged but we also want them to do well because it, it, it's thrilling we had <clears throat> uh Christella alonso was on uh, an early episode and her topic was golden girls and you know we're 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 trying to write questions that are, you know, challenging but not impossible. And she aced every single question. Wow. Like it wasn't it wasn't even a challenge. So that's <laughs> that's fun also is uh, you know, and she loved it. She loved it. She loved representing her uh, her Golden Girls knowledge. <laughs> you gotta really know your stuff then if you're gonna come on your show. Yeah, yeah. And we try to you know, we try to tell that to the to the to all the guests that, you know, we want you to look good. So, you know, at the very least look at the Wikipedia page before you show up, <laughs> you know, on the show. Right. Um but uh, you never know. You know, some people think that they, uh, you know, I kind of have sort of a trivia mindset. And I like to sort of do deep dives on topics that I'm interested in, but not everyone's like that. Somebody might say, you know, oh, well, I'm an expert on such and such a show just because I've watched, you know, I watched it. That doesn't necessarily mean that they've studied it. So, mm-hmm. right. you know, that's always, it's always interesting to see how people, you know, what people know, but also the show's a lot, also sort of about, how people figure things out. So if you don't know, how do you make an educated guess and what people's thought process is? And that can be a lot of fun as well sometimes too. Yeah, that would be a fascinating thing to figure out how they're figuring it out. Well, I'm looking at your list here. You've got some great guests that have been on and some great shows that are coming up. The upcoming episodes are listed at uh, gofactyourpod.com. Fred Willard coming up. That's yeah, oh, that's I, amazing. That's amazing. Fred <laughs> Willard, I love yeah, it. Yeah, actually, we just did that one. Uh, Fred Willard, we just, he was on that show with Andrew Savage on, uh, on Sunday. Nice. Uh, and that, that, that was outstanding. I mean, he, he is, uh, he's so sharp and so fun. And again, to hear him, we ended up doing uh, baseball, World War II era baseball. And, uh, you know, again, that's something that Fred probably doesn't get to talk about a lot on shows. And uh, it was fun to, to, to uh, you know, that's a topic that probably not a lot of other people would choose. Right. So it was fun to hear him, uh, to hear him kind of geek out and express his love for that. Do you have any, um, any guests, like dream guests that you would like to get on the show? 
Um, that's a good question. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, as, as each week goes by, we're just so focused on who we can get. That I don't usually right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream. I know we've been, you know, I know we've been very lucky. I mean, you know, we, we, we'd love to get people who are, you know, the more, the more famous, the better. And I would say also people who are known for being super smart and super into stuff, you know, like a Ken Jennings would be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, to see, to see if there's something we can fool him on. Um, but you know, part of the fun part of the show has been people who I wouldn't have thought, uh, would be, so passionate or so fun or so into it who are so you know it's, it's a little hard to say but certainly if there's a famous person listening we're happy to have you <laughs> well i do have to ask i'm sure you've been asked before um if you had your three subjects what would they be sure mine would probably be there's a, a singer songwriter named mark Cohn who i'm a super fan of uh he did walking in memphis that was his big hit um i've been to so many of his shows that he now knows me oh wow from <laughs> <laughs> from attending shows. We have a friend um, who's a big fan of Duran Duran like that, where they're like, oh, hi, Amanda. <laughs> like, they recognize her. Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we actually had Duran Duran as a, as a topic on one of our shows with Kristen uh, Vangsnitz from Criminal Minds. We will pass uh, that on yes. to our friend. <laughs> yeah, she... Please yeah. do, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was a really fun episode. We, we ended up getting on somebody who had written a book about Duran Duran and showed up in a Duran Duran t-shirt, and the two of them... I think became instant best friends. I mean, it was it was just it was so fun watching their enthusiasm. Oh yeah, fellow Durannies um, all love each other. <laughs> That's what they they're absolutely. called Durannies. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly. Funny. Yeah. Again, the things I learned about Duran Duran that I didn't think I'd ever have to. <laughs> right. Um, and then also for me, uh, I'm a big baseball fan. And my team is the Angels, and so I would choose the 2002 World Champion Anaheim Angels. I know that <laughs> team and and their games very well. Uh, and then there's a Broadway musical called Next to Normal that I'm obsessed with for reasons I do not understand. It's a, uh, you know, it's a feel-good music. It's a, it's a feel-good uh, musical about uh, suicide and bipolar disorder. So. Oh, nice. sounds very Natural. uplifting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do love it's musicals, great. so I'm, I'm going to check that out. <laughs> well, yeah, so, you learn a lot yeah. about a lot of people on this show. So it's called... Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah. And that's fun also. It's funny, the topics that keep coming up, like Broadway musicals, a lot of people seem to choose. Um, vegan food, a lot of like maybe that doesn't surprise <laughs> surprise you knowing the yeah. Yeah. people in LA that we're getting, <laughs> right. but um, but like we've had vegan food listed as a topic four or five times, um, and then yeah, and then certain uh, certain TV shows and sports and that kind of stuff. But it, it's fun when it's you know it's fun when it's not necessarily pop culture. Like I think on our, our first show, we had Beth Littleford you know from the Daily Show and Dog with a Blog, and one of her topics was artificial sweeteners, and so we found a sweetener scientist, a food scientist, to come on and. Talk about artificial sweeteners, and you know, again, how often does how often does that little person talk about that? <laughs> right? Yeah. How often do you find a podcast that's all about artificial sweeteners for for that? For that <laughs> exactly. That's pretty amazing. And, yeah, uh, we try to we try to balance it. So if you know a little bit about it, you'll still learn something, and if you don't know anything about it, you know, we try to make we try to make it accessible and interesting. Uh, and there's always two topics per show, so if you're not into that one, then it'll be the other one. Yeah, stick around. There's <laughs> one more coming up. Yeah. Well, J. Yeah. Keith, thanks so much for coming on again. The show is called Go Fact Yourself, gofactyourpod.com. Yeah. I'm assuming on iTunes and all the usual places uh, you find yep, podcasts. Yep, iTunes, all the usual places. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And then if you're going to be, if uh, anyone listening is going to be in the L.A. area, we, mm. we tape live at the Angel City Brewery downtown uh, twice a month, and the shows are free, and we'd love to have people come and be in our live audience as well. Awesome. That's amazing. Yes. Well, we'll put your info, uh, info up because we do have some listeners in LA and I'm sure that they'd love to check that out in yeah. person. Awesome. Thank you so much. Pleasure oh. to talk with you all. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Jake Keith. Bye. All right. There we go. Jake Keith right here on Fun Employment uh, Radio. Dude, Nellie was horrifying. She was so scary. She was like the embodiment of every girl that was mean yes. to me growing up. But I'm, she looked like a ghost. I know basically this entire show has been like, here's old people talking about stuff. But seriously, Nellie was, would give me nightmares. Oh, yeah. 
And that was on Little House on the Prairie, in case and I'm sure there's a lot of people who did not watch Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. There were so many things from that show though that stuck with me. One, Michael Landon's hair? Well, Michael Landon had amazing hair. He had such he had a mane. He didn't have hair. He had a mane. And I just got a haircut, but I can do Michael Landon's hair. I absolutely can do Michael Landon's hair. My mom was so sad when he died. He's got Michael Landon's hair. Uh, my brother wrote a song about it. Wow. Uh, but anyway, that's a whole different thing. That's like yeah, Peter Gallagher's trustworthy eyebrows. No, that's the they're name not of a, trustworthy. That's the name of a band. That that uh, there's also uh, Sandy Duncan's glass eye. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, also yeah. the name. Of, or, <laughs> yeah, Duncan. Um, no, but Little House in the Prairie, like it made me scared of Nelly. I also thought that in the Midwest, the snow was so bad it would always cover up their houses, and so they were always having to like march through. Because there was one episode where there was a blizzard, and it was like. 20 feet of snow showed up, and they could only get outside from the very top of their barn, and they had to survive on whatever food they had. I thought that's what everything over there was like. Oh, like I didn't no really have a concept buried of in snow. where Minnesota and North Dakota were and all that, but I just assumed that's what it's like to there. To be like, fair, our scary. friends from the Midwest, our friend Haley, like she said that she gets concerned about her relatives sometimes because it does snow so much out there, and they live out in the country. That they're right. like, all right, but can they, you know, get to their? Can they get enough food? Yeah, well, I'm I'm sure there there are isolated. legitimate concerns, but I don't think it's quite as bad as in my mind about uh, Little House on the Prairie. I mean, I and then there was television shaped me a lot. What girl it was the blind one? The blind pretty girl. Well, that was Mary. Mary ends up go- spoilers. For oh, I thought she was blind Little the whole House time. The Sorry. No, she doesn't. She wasn't blind in the beginning. Oh. No, she goes blind. Oh. In the later seasons. Oh, because see, I must have seen the later seasons because it was a little, it was slightly before my time, but I remember watching it. Well, I it. think it was before. Again, I watched a lot. I watched whatever's on syndication. Craig gets so upset about the before. Because yeah. because you got to watch new television. Yeah, it it aired in 1974. Like, it was, it was pretty much all done by the time I was watching it. But... I had to watch syndication. I had poor people television in the country. You watch whatever's on syndication. You, Little you House don't have to Prairie. be a poor person to watch syndication like everybody had But, I mean, I didn't have the options of the fancy Nickelodeon and whatever it is, you know, townies would watch because you couldn't get it out there where I was. Oh, John is saying apparently the actress that played Nellie took a ton of abuse from fans, but now she's pretty chill about it. Just like that guy who played Joffrey. Oh, yeah, he's probably totally Oh, scared. yeah, that's a, I, I've seen interviews with him where they, people, oh, like, people are just fucking mean the, to the him. The woman who played Nelly is probably, like, the nicest person ever. Same thing with the actor that played Joffrey. I've, everything I've read is, like, he's just a super cool dude, but he looks like a prick. And I, when I see him, I want to punch him. Because he's such a good he's actor. He's so good at it. I mean, he's that so speaks volumes to his acting. Like, playing evil. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it so does. that's probably why he's not bothered. He's like, all right, well, I did that good of a performance. Yeah. Just like the lady who played Nelly, like that good of a performance. That she was great. You hate me that much. Yeah, I was yeah. scared of her. I was scared of Nelly. That explains a lot about you, actually. Yeah. What? That I'm scared of, I don't know. It just explains a lot. What does it explain? Just makes sense. She was scary. Just makes sense. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go listen to some... Ani DeFranco and work out to some Tybo and pretend it's 1998 and the internet doesn't exist. Awesome. Yeah. It's pretty much every day. Pretty much normal day. Pretty much normal day. Are you going to walk through the cemetery? Yes. All right. Today gonna... I am. I haven't done it. That's. Why? How did you know that? That's creepy. Because it's just not surprising. It's a nice day here in Portland, so I just figured that's what you would be doing. Yes. Post something on our Instagram page. I will. All right. So that's... I was already planning on it. <laughs> Perfect. Fun Employment Radio. Follow <laughs> Stop, us on that's Instagram. Creepy. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, Fun Employment Radio. So over the last couple of days, we posted some videos talking about the ghost thing. I'm not going to say any more than that. You can listen to yesterday's show or watch it on there. Tomorrow should be up tomorrow. 
we've got, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that, try to avoid coughing. Uh, we've got something more in depth that's going to be going up. Yes. And it's something that we're probably going to be asking a lot of you to help share and just spread this out because it's so weird. We have to, we have to get like a concise video up. We'll be, we'll, that'll be going up tomorrow. Should be going up tomorrow. We'll be recording it. It'll go up tomorrow. How you doing over there? I've had a lot of coffee. Yeah. Tune in at 2.30 p.m. Pacific time today, April 26th. You can watch me on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube for Digital Trends. Also, as a guarantee tomorrow, I have recently, um, since we've been talking about the 90s, I, of course, watch a lot of 90s stuff still. So last night I spent, um, I, was work- I was finishing up a painting and watching a 90s show, and tomorrow... I watched a Lifetime movie that has one of the ba- the greatest titles ever, and tomorrow Greg is going to give his synopsis of what he thinks this movie is about. If I Should I say the name of it? And you can't look up anything? I have no idea. Last night I watched this movie called My Stepson, My Lover, and tomorrow Greg Nibbler is going to give us- You realize it was that creepy of a name. A rundown. Oh, it's so good. Of what he thinks that's about. So tune in to listen okay. to that mess. All right. My Stepson, My Lover. I already, I already know. I already know exactly what I it's about. I bet you do. That's easy. Okay. okay. Well, we'll do that tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Let us call 503-575-9120. We'll be back tomorrow with more funemploymentradio.com. Bye, friends. Bye. 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 Uh, oh, yeah, bonus episode in the archive. Blah.